You're listening to Matrimony. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Chris. This show is about our marriage, our money, and the stuff that matters. husband. Ahoy matey. <laughs> I like that. So we're back after taking a little unexpected break. Life is so busy for us at the end of the at the end of your semester. Yeah, April is and it somehow Ugh. catches us by surprise every time. Yes, it really does. But it's, it's the end of April and so this so is we're the last almost terrible there. week. Yeah. So the good news is that we're heading we're heading into your summer break. But what we want to share with all of our listeners, we have also decided to give ourselves a summer break from matrimony. Yeah. So it's not like a like a Ross and Rachel break. <laughs> our, <laughs> we're not, our break, we're not breaking up with you. That's right. We're, we're in Or each other. That's right. <laughs> um, but we're kind of excited about it. We've been talking about ways to mix up the show a bit. And so we're looking at formats and all sorts of things. And um, we're going to take the summer to work on it. And um, we'll definitely be excited to bring it back in the fall. So as long as you're subscribed to the podcast or follow us on Instagram, you'll know when new new episodes are back. Yep. Okay. So uh, any notes on life and money lately? Um, yes. So life. Okay. I saw a bald eagle. <laughs> a bald eagle in the wild. <laughs> the wild. In suburban Gilbert, Arizona. <laughs> in the, the wild. In the wilds of suburban Ari- or Gilbert, the, Arizona. The wild west. Yeah. So I was biking along one day. <laughs> this occurred just a few weeks ago. First of all, okay, let me set the stage because Kelsey's getting ready to make fun of me, but I want no, you I'm to not. understand. No, I'm not. <laughs> or make fun of the situation. But I did not know that bald eagles generally existed in the wild other than like on the the coasts, you know, where there's like fish and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and I certainly didn't realize that they existed in Gilbert, Arizona. <laughs> and and I've never seen one in the wild except the one time we took a train ride from Seattle up into Vancouver. Oh, right. And like that's otherwise it's just zoos, you know. Right. Um, so I'm biking along a canal path um, and I was really like pumping. So I was like really going at my head down and I look up and all of a sudden there is this massive bald eagle this massive patriotic bird (laughs) staring at you yeah exactly like the one from the muppets and so but there it was just sitting on the path right next to the canal and um i unfortunately were you in danger of hitting it i think that might be a federal offense (laughs) (laughs) if you actually ran into it thankfully no i was like 20 feet away um when i finally looked up and it it saw me momentarily i saw it and then it you know spread its massive wings and then flew away did you ever think it was going to attack you no. With its freedom talons. <laughs> <laughs> it was looking for freedom fish, I guess, in the in the canal. But no, it flew up into a tree and I called you immediately because, okay, because I didn't. So you're something of like a bird watcher and, and you have a degree in environmental studies and such. And so. Right. I was, Obviously, I was the authority that you needed to contact. Well, I, I figured you would know if if something was amiss because I thought maybe this was an escaped bald eagle from like a... <laughs> A, what do they call them? Like an aviary, like a bird or sanctuary, a, or something. Yeah, um, a, a raptor, whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. whatever. So I thought maybe, or the zoo. <laughs> maybe it got away from the zoo, and so I called you, and I was freaking out that there was this bald eagle. Um, and I you was, were just laughing me at, on the phone. I was at work. Yeah. I was no, I was at work. You were just 
so I mean it was adorable I loved it but you were so excited but you yeah just like didn't know what to make of the situation and (laughs) and I feel like you were there was someone else nearby too that you were like saying something to and you were just so full of emotion like (laughs) this was this was your double rainbow like I really thought you might start crying a little bit like you were so excited (laughs) I was just in awe and shock because you know it is a it is a very majestic looking bird it's massive yeah um, it totally out of place. Like I've never, you know, you don't just see I, eagles ne- generally. I've, yeah, let I've alone... never, I've never seen one like that before. I'm sure I would be very excited. Yeah, but this woman like biked up on the other side of the canal with her kids, and she stopped. And so I was calling over. I'm like, because I, I still couldn't believe my eyes. I'm like, is that a bald eagle? Which you know, there's no other bird that looks remotely <laughs> like a bald eagle. But, um, but yeah. So that we watched it for a while, then it swooped away and. And then you you told me to get a hold of who did I get a hold of? Oh, maybe like Arizona Game and Fish. Yeah, because I found yeah they have a map of bald eagle nesting sites, mm. and they actually do have one that's close to where you saw it, but it was listed as being inactive. So yeah. maybe it's active again, which would be exciting. I made an ecological discovery. <laughs> yes, you did. Of national importance. <laughs> 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 we cannot we cannot overhype this enough. <laughs> uh well that was very exciting for it was you. Exciting. <laughs> um so I have a little just note on kind of money lately. One thing that we're not doing great on and another thing that we're doing great on. So April is wrapping up when we are recording this and I think when this comes out it'll just be the beginning of May. Um, in April, we way overspent on our entertainment spending. Mm. We probably kind of could have seen that. And that was on our, on our joint entertainment spending. We have a budget at $150 a month, which we kind of think will cover a date night, like including a babysitter and then going out. Uh, but this month we had our very awesome anniversary outing, which was Mm -hmm. a day date that you completely planned booked mm-hmm. the babysitter planned everything and it was so so fun it was a surprise we did several things um not the our... anniversary we knew that was coming <laughs> yes everything on our day date and it was really really fun but so that plus combined with dashel's birthday which we ended up we did a day date oh with that's him. right for his birthday. Yeah. And so we went to an awesome indoor trampoline park. We went out to lunch. Um, so, you know, it wasn't extravagant at all, but those two things combined mm-hmm. were kind of two big outings in one month. Yeah. I, fr- I was trying to remember why we why so was, overspent. Yes. Yeah. So I am feeling excited to get back on track in May. Mm-hmm. But one thing we are way on track on is our grocery spending. Yeah. And it is so satisfying. It's awesome. It feels we, really good. Our our trend this entire year has been good. We've mm-hmm. maybe slightly overspent one month, possibly, but we reduced it by fifty dollars from last year, which was already a slight reduction. And so to what? To we Give went from eight fifty to eight hundred, and um and this month we're probably going to end up at around seven hundred for the month. Wow, which is good. And we have yet to do. We have some other strategies we might employ that could bring it down further. Okay. Go. Yeah. So. I'm sure, you know, everyone always wants to save money on their grocery bills. So I don't feel like we have any magic formula other than we sat down and looked at that. And that is, you know, a pretty big line item in our budget. Mm -hmm. And, 
you know, tried to brainstorm ways and we both really committed to wanting to get it down. Um, and we, we just, we just choose one of the children each day not to feed <laughs> and just alternate. Is that okay? No. Um, always using a grocery list, which we were before, but I feel like we've really gotten into our habit of using our grocery list that has all of our like typically purchased items. And so then it's easy to just kind of go through and do those. And that kind of helps us brainstorm easy dinners as well yeah. that are then I feel like also um, affordable. Mm-hmm. And so we're just kind of like sticking to those. I mean, we don't even eat the same thing like every single week, week after week, we still have variety, but I also then, I don't know. I feel like we've been doing a better job too of before we make the grocery list of surveying what we already have. Mm -hmm. Like I went grocery shopping today and I probably came up with four dinners that we didn't even need to shop for because we already had stuff in the pantry that we hadn't used. We had frozen stuff. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think before I would just be more likely to kind of want to come up with some new dinners. Yeah, yeah. And now I feel like we're making really good use of what's like what's in our pantry and fridge already. Yeah, I think it's making a big difference. And I think it helps too that we uh, we went through a couple of our grocery bills and categorized all the expenses of the stuff that we buy consistently, uh-huh. and then ran an average of mm-hmm. what the average item oh, yeah. of what we buy at Trader Joe's costs, and it's about $3. Yep. And so as we, when we make the, the grocery shopping list, I'll count up mm-hmm. how many items we have and multiply by three that. and see, okay, we're roughly yeah. around here. So on the front end, that helps us kind of contain. And then right. when we're in the store, we can be thinking about, oh, if I do an impulse item here, it's going to, you know, right. we kind of roughly know how it's going to increase yeah. the bill. And I think just that general awareness kind of mm-hmm. uh, vaguely contains the, sh- the, the trip. Yeah, I think so too, because I was feeling that today. I mean, I love Trader Joe's and I see so many things. You wrote haikus for our Trader Joe's. That's right. Our Trader Joe's is having a haiku contest (laughs) and I submitted three haikus. So Mm -hmm. if I win, (laughs) I'll report back. I think I have a good shot. I think so too. Um, Very good. So yeah, but as I was shopping, just having that joint goal of containing our grocery budget just, I even picked up things that I was like, mm, kind of considering. And I just thought, nope, they're not on the list. I can always get them another time mm-hmm. and plan on it. And then I also have been better about even if I see something that I want to get, I just think to myself, well, I don't have any plans to actually use or make this mm-hmm. like this week. Yeah. And if I want to make plans for that, that's fine, but I don't need to get it right now. Yeah. So anyway, that is just really helping, and that's been feeling really good. Awesome. Um, okay, so kind of what is in line with us taking a little summer summer break um, on matrimony is kind of a summer simplifying that we've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to talk about a few different things that might contribute to our summer simplifying. Yeah, so aside from like lifestyle things like taking a break here and kind of getting things in order and becoming more efficient with the projects we have going on. Yeah. Uh, We're also looking at this with our money too, because Mm -hmm. we're making a big push. You know, we continuously are trying to save our 20 K a year and we're making a big push to try to even ramp that up a bit more. Um, It is crazy windy outside. (laughs) So it probably is not coming through hopefully on the podcast, but it's just like our windows and doors are kind of shaking. Yeah. It's, we don't get really weather here other than sun. So this is pretty (laughs) exciting. (laughs) Um, 
So yeah, so we are also looking at simplifying our our finances a bit more. Mm-hmm. And so we're thinking of, of a few things. So we were just talking about our groceries. One thing that we're really excited to do is is making a strategic trip to Costco and bring the list that we now have well honed for Trader Joe's and then look for the equivalents at Costco yeah. and see if we can, you know, offset a little bit of mm-hmm. the purchasing we do at Trader Joe's over at Costco. And maybe we buy things that are you know, equivalent, but in bulk right? so that they may cost slightly more, but that they last longer. And right. so we're going to have to do some expense com- comparisons and such, but um, yeah, we're I'm, kind of, I'm kind of excited about that. So yeah. kind of what our approach is going to be is I think taking, yeah, our grocery list, like you said, and then I should save our receipt mm-hmm. from this time and plug that in mm-hmm. because I'd like to, I want to be at Costco and I want to see the direct comparison right there. Mm-hmm. I want to know like at Trader Joe's it's, you know, 50 cents a pound and at Costco it's 45 cents a pound mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. We've kind of, we've explored shopping at Costco before and we just haven't found enough like items that we felt really excited about that would make a really big difference. But it seems like since we are trying to, um, you know, really attack our grocery bill. It's it's worth checking out again. And and Chris's parents already have a membership to Costco, so they will very kindly escort us mm-hmm. with their magical Costco pass and let us check every check everything out. So we'll have to we'll have to see if that would would make sense. And so we know there are at least two things there that we want: the Kodiak cakes. Oh, that's right. Which, ladies and gentlemen, prepare to have your minds blown, <laughs> unless you're already eating them. <laughs> no, no, no. Buy the Kodiak cake mix for oh, the pancakes. Okay. However, what you want to do <laughs> don't make pancakes. At the end of the night, pull out the Kodiak mix, mix it with some cocoa powder, some canola oil, a milk of your choice, brown sugar, and copious amounts of chocolate chips. What about goat's milk? Sure. Said <laughs> <laughs> milk of your choice. <laughs> Um, and make yourself a mug cake. It is better than brownies. It's better than like oven baked cake. You just throw it in the microwave for a minute. It's phenomenal. So Kodiak cake based mug cake. Yep. It's awesome. It's hearty, has protein, some fiber. Yeah. It's really, Chris has perfected it. So Kodiak cakes and salmon patties, we already know that we love mm-hmm. and last us multiple weeks yeah. in our household. So there's going to be, I'm, I'm pretty sure that we'll do some offsetting with Costco and that's going to okay. save us a little money. Nice. So that's one thing we're going to do. The other thing that we're going to try to implement is an Orange Theory, a personalized Orange Theory system. Yeah. So right now we've we've talked about it. We both have memberships to Orange Theory Mm -hmm. and those are about $89 per month for Mm -hmm. each of us. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's fairly pricey, definitely pricier than a lot of gym memberships. Um, We've talked before. We feel like it's worth it because it's a great workout and it makes us go so consistently. but now that we've been going to Orange Theory long enough, you do kind of get a sense of what the workouts are like. And, you know, with your background in personal training and physical fitness and stuff, and combined with looking up some workouts online and stuff, we've been thinking that maybe we can come up with five plus workouts, have them all written out that would include the cardio and the weightlifting, mm-hmm. which is what you're doing at Orange Theory. And then, we could have those and use those at a nearby gym, which would be much, much cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing if that would work for us, um, kind of an in-between would be us 
cutting back our orange theory to the $60 per month plan mm-hmm. and then seeing if we were using the gym and still working out as consistently. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that, that could be a really big savings. Mostly I'm just concerned. I still want to be working out as consistently, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And I don't know, did you say that our gym only, it costs $10 a month? I didn't say that. Okay. So cutting back on orange theory, the two of us down to one time a month, I mean, a week um, <laughs> at 60 bucks uh-huh. each that will save us more than the $10 a month, obviously, at the gym. So it's it's right. worthwhile to try it out and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we'll probably build those out this summer. So that should save, you know, mm-hmm. $30, $40. Yeah, that'll be a good experiment. We also were looking into a another MVNO. So we've talked about this probably way early on mm-hmm. on the podcast, but uh, mobile virtual network operator. Mm-hmm. These are essentially prepaid cell phone plans. Mm-hmm. And we're on one that we've been grandfathered into. It, it no longer exists. So I would suggest you get on it, but it's not there for you. Yeah. But we are looking into another one that's even cheaper. Cause, because right now we are paying $50 a month mm-hmm. total, total for both of our cell phones. Mm-hmm. And we have plenty of minutes, pl- we have texting, we have plenty of data. It's magical. Yeah, it's, it's essentially unlimited everything, mm-hmm. but we our data would get throttled, quote unquote, meaning they slow it way, way down if we use more than two gigs of, of data. That's, but that that's just happens. happened to me maybe once, like when I was traveling, I mm-hmm. think. So I wasn't yeah. on Wi-Fi very much and I was like downloading podcasts and stuff, but usually yeah. it's just not a problem yeah. for us. So MVNOs are a great way to save a ton of money. Yes. Um, and there's a new one out there called Mint Sim, M-I-N-T-S-I-M. Uh, so I think it says mintsim.com. And there's our, there's like a, you can prepay month to month. You can prepay with them at three month or six month or even year long intervals. So it, it is, it kind of ends up being like a contract. If but, you Because if you buy a year, then you're sort of yeah. with them for a year. But I mean, it's crazy cheap, and they have similar. Like how? Like how cheap is it? The three month special that I saw recently was, was you know sixteen seventeen dollars per person. Oh, really? For the month. three months? I thought it was like thirty five dollars for three months. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's right. So, um, so yeah, incredible. Thirty five dollars for three months. Yes, um, is pretty good. You want to look and make sure that your cell phone could operate on their plan, and you want to look at. Uh, the various needs that you may have. There was something funky about group texts. Mm, yeah, there were some things that we were seeing on message boards, but we didn't look into it deeply. But yeah, there just are some things to make sure. And and so if you, and the other thing to note is if you're currently in a contract with a cell phone carrier, you have to get out of your contract mm-hmm. and you have to get your phone unlocked. Yeah in order to get on one of these MVNO plans. Yeah, so you so. can just wait for your contract to run out mm-hmm. and then ask your company to unlock the phone, and they they usually should. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can break your contract, but that costs money. Right. Um, so anyway, we looked into that. We didn't pull the trigger yet. Mm-hmm. Um, just because our it, it would save us a little bit of money, mm-hmm. but just kind of being an unknown. Like right now, we know we have good service. We know we have good data plan. It gives us everything we need and we just haven't had any problems with it. And so to save five, 10 bucks a month, it just kind of felt like a hassle and a little bit too much unknown. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and it's a brand new company. So it'd be nice to see it get tested out for a little Mm -hmm. while. Um, and the last thing we'll probably do is decrease our entertainment even more. Whoa. Um, so summertime is usually, I think actually easier, at least for me to do that. Uh Um, 
at least I can control it better because mm-hmm. I'm not, when I'm on campus, it's easier for me to stop in a coffee shop and do those right. sorts of things. When I'm at home, it's like, I literally have to go out yes. to spend the money. You have way. to plan to go out or, yeah. or then you're close enough to home that, you know, you can just get home and have something there. Yep. Yep. So that will be one more thing. So we're hoping, you know, we'll, we'll reduce our costs overall by hundred, two hundred dollars maybe more and mm-hmm. uh, save even more money. Yeah, we're hoping that this summer can be a good time to sock away some savings. We've had some, oh, we've had some car repairs. We had Holy a hell. plumber repair. We just had some things over the past couple months that um, sabotage some of our extra savings. All we, of our extra savings. We were yeah. not hitting our goals. So we're hoping that we can get back on track, if not make that up this mm-hmm. summer. So mm-hmm. hopefully these things will help. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's move on to one big thing. Um, I'll go first. Mine's kind of related to something that we talked about, which is fitness. I have been feeling just in a really awesome fitness groove, Mm -hmm. and it feels so great. Yeah, and you've lined up your... Not that we eat poorly, but you've like even honed <laughs> it better. You're you're tracking on my fitness pal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you kind of have like all you're firing on all cylinders. Yeah, it feels just really, really good. I I've been feeling good. I've been feeling like I've been getting in a good fitness groove and maybe just kind of hitting another like taking another step just in my fitness level in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, ever since um having kids and maybe have since giving birth to Cedric, it's just been, you know, like a slow, slow, steady process back. But I'm starting to feel like I'm just like, you know, now even moving, even I was in good shape and now like moving beyond that. And I kind of felt like to take it to the next level, I probably should look at my diet even more closely. And Mm -hmm. one thing that I wouldn't say I struggle with, but that I know I could do a better job of is getting more protein. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's just been something that I've been really paying attention to and trying to make sure that I'm getting my recommended 80, 80 plus grams of protein. Mm -hmm. And I do think I'm feeling just really good. Yeah. So aside from that, what, what, what are the triggers? What are the things that allowed you to take this next step? Oh, hmm. I mean, really um, tracking my diet in my fitness pal, which I've used off and on here or there. Uh, But just kind of getting into a groove with that again has just been, it's just really helpful for me. I'm very motivated by data and I can kind of easily get into a habit of keeping track of things. Mm -hmm. And it's fairly easy for me to be regimented, to like plan ahead, things like that. And so uh, that just kind of works well for me. And I've just been, I kind of brainstormed a few good sources of protein that I could like consistently eat. So now I'm trying to cook up some tofu at the beginning of the week to have that like, uh, like supplement my meals or Mm -hmm. to throw that in a salad, making sure that when I do take a salad for work, I always have some kind of protein in it, like tuna, um, or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, just kind of things like that. Yeah. And what's your goal with all this? Um, I guess my goal is I just, I just want to feel as healthy as I can. And mm-hmm. it's just very satisfying to me to feel strong in my workout, to feel like I have that cardio capacity to push myself faster. And it's just enjoyable. I just, it's mm-hmm. kind of just that feeling of being just in really good health. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Awesome. What's your one big thing? So, so deaf magazine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so in my sewing odyssey, 
it's crazy. Um, I got in contact. I'm not, I can't remember how this happened, but we sort of crossed paths. But um, a couple of people, um, one of whom is named Mimi G. She is a sort of DIY sewing guru, fashion guru type person, and apparently really well known. She has like a quarter of a million followers on Instagram. Um, she was on a Project Runway related show oh, at okay. one point. So I think that's where she got a lot of her following. But she's been doing online sewing classes and things, and her along with her partner Norris, um, they decided they wanted to start a sewing magazine um, that was multicultural and geared towards men and women. Because those of you who go to craft stores or you know sewing um, places, you'll see those magazines. And no offense to anybody, but it's basically white, blonde, pink, frilly mm-hmm. <laughs> is mm-hmm. kind of the dominating yeah. theme. Um, and so there's this this lack of diversity and lack of sort of fashion forward, mm-hmm. but sewing related right. material out there. So they uh, created this magazine. So, so deaf magazine, it launched last month and they asked me to be a contributor, which was shocking because I'm a newbie still. I've only been, you know, sewing since last October mm-hmm. and I've only done a handful of things, but yeah. they've been turning out. Okay. And I think they found me cause I was posting on Instagram. Oh, cool. And I'm like one of the four or five people that, you know, post like men who sew and (laughs) hashtags and things like that anyway so i wrote a piece for them last month and i'll be contributing throughout the year and probably indefinitely Um, but it's a cool magazine so you can subscribe to it it's online and it's got all sorts of informational pieces from and the nice thing is there are people obviously of color there are people of different body shapes Mm -hmm. there are both men and women um, and they also come with patterns for men and women that are really cool modifiable Mm -hmm. and those those are well part of the subscription. Mm-hmm. So um, you can go to sososdefmag.com, S-E-O, I'm sorry, S-E-W-S-E-W-D-E-F-M-A-G.com. <laughs> I can put this in the show notes um, and check it out. It's a pretty cheap subscription and you get all sorts of fun information on sewing. Yeah, that's so cool. What a cool hobby that you've been exploring and expanding. I know. never would have guessed it. I know. It's really crazy. So I posted on, I posted my sew story last month. This month will be a story on pants that I made using Thread Theory, which is a male-oriented sewing company. Um, And then in future months, I think I'm going to be doing stuff on sustainability in sewing. So where do your fabrics come from? Um, Because many of them, the fabrics themselves and the dyes that are used are pretty bad uh, for the environment. So there, but there are, there are companies out there that do more sustainable stuff. And so I'll I'll probably do things like that. So it's like, it's a fun exploration of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This hobby. So cool. Okay. Well, I think we'll sign off for summer, but keep up with us on Instagram and follow our adventures in the intense desert heat. And we will see you all in the fall when it will probably still be insanely hot. Simplify your summer, everybody, and remember to love your honey, not your money. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But my gut just made a noise, and I swear to God, it sounded like it it spoke to me. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's talking about a mug cake. I feel like it said hi. I mean, the gut is the second brain.